Welcome to the City Hills Church Sermon Podcast. We hope that the message today helped you encounter God, love people, and discover purpose. For more information about who we are as a church, head over to cityhillschurchsd.com. If you would like to partner with us financially, click the Give button at the top of the homepage on our website. And now, let's jump right into the message. Welcome to City Hills Church Online. We hope that you guys had a great Christmas season. I know for so many of you and for our family as well, it looked a little different. But you know what we really made our emphasis on is the things that are most important to us. And that's our relationship with God and our relationship with our families. And we really hope and pray that you were able to just have the best of those things as well. And guys, come on, we made it. It is 2021. We just had a great new year a few days ago. Here we are. What a wonderful year we are praying for you guys to have. Our prayer team, our leaders, Pastor Danny and Lauren and myself have been praying that you guys are about to enter a wonderful year filled with joy, with peace, and with love. And so while I was trying to wrap my mind around what I'd love to share with you today as we start this new year, I started thinking about um, this new season, this, this new destination that we're all on. You know, 2020 is behind us. We didn't think we were going to make it through the end of 2020. Here we are. But you know, the truth is we're still in the middle of a pandemic. There's still political unrest. There's still so many things going on in our own families, in our country, and in our world. So I was trying to think about how will we navigate all of these things? So I've entitled my message this morning, Where Are You Heading? So I started thinking about my phone's GPS, my my GPS app. And you know, one of the wonderful things about it is that having uh, being a new person to California still, I know, I know, most of y'all know I've been here almost three years now, but there's still only a handful of places that I feel comfortable going to on my own without it. But whenever I'm heading off to someplace new or someplace that I've only been a few times, I love knowing that I could put in the address or put in the name and put on some music, take off, and turn-by-turn directions are going to be given to me as I go. But you know, there's actually another choice that you can make before you leave home, and it's called the details. And in details, if you hit that, what it's gonna bring up is the entire journey from beginning to end. All of the turn by turns, and you're able to see exactly where it's going to be taking you. If you're anything like me, I never hit details. It's too, it's too overwhelming. I mean, for one thing, I have no idea where I'm going if it's a new destination. So those, all of those details really don't mean anything to me, even if they're already so spelled out. And the second thing is, I really wouldn't have any idea if it was taking me to the right place because I have to trust it. And so what I have learned in walking this journey with God is this truth that I'd love to share with you. Obedience is walking in the direction that God has set me on and understanding that he is gonna be with us every step of the way, even when we don't understand the details. And that's really sometimes hard to handle for, for someone like me. It's a powerful truth, but you know, I'm a type A, 
you know, planner. I have a to-do list for every single day of my life. When I look at my calendar and there's nothing on there, it's like, what? you know, what is going on here? What is, what is, who has taken my to-do list? I need to plan. I need to know where I'm going. I need the details of, especially where God is sending me. Just don't particularly like them on the GPS. But sometimes what I realize in my life and maybe in yours is that we put too much trust in our GPS, maybe more so than we do in God sometimes. Think about it. I trust that that GPS is going to get me there. But God, it's like, okay, God, I don't understand. Here's the next step. Here's the, the next step. I don't understand where you're taking me. I want to see those details. But God knows that it, it's too much. It would be overwhelming for us. And so the truth is, our GPS, that, that app, the maker of, those, of that app, believe me, they have made mistakes. And I am a firsthand witness to it. When I put my favorite Greek restaurant in Mission Valley in it and end up in front of some stranger's house in North Park, it's like, what, are you kidding me? I got two hungry toddlers in the back seat waiting to eat Greek food, you know? Where is my hummus? It's just not gonna happen. But the truth is our heavenly GPS, he not only knows where he's taking us, he's already been there and have prepared the way. And I love that. One of the other features on that app is it can let me know of upcoming traffic. It can even let me know if there's something in the road, a, a hazard or, or something ahead. You know how it says it's a hazard ahead, but you're still on the fastest route. Wow, think about that in life, you know. What if we could see all of those things ahead of time? Well, the truth is God has. The GPS maker, they have to rely on people turning in that information. They have to rely on satellites and all that sort of thing. Our GPS, our heavenly GPS, he knows what's going to happen. He knows those challenges. He knows those things that are going to be on the road that is, is going to trip us up because he's already been there. He has seen it before it's even happened. And even though he allows us sometimes to go on an alternate route, he always lovingly brings us back to our, on track to our original destination. So today I'd like to give you two examples of two men from the Bible and how they too were setting off on a new destination and how we can apply that to our lives and make it uh, relatable to where we are today. So here's your first truth. We often feel um, inadequate and unqualified for what is being asked of us by God, right? We, we know what God has in mind for us. He's starting to speak to us. And, you know, whether it's a new job or a new move or, you know, you're getting married, you're having your first child, you start to wonder, can I accomplish these tasks? But the truth is God is going to give us exactly what we need. The first story is about a young man named Jeremiah. And so we're gonna to listen to a conversation that he and God had as a young man in Jeremiah 1, that's in your Old Testament, verses four through nine. And this is Jeremiah speaking. The word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. And Jeremiah replies to God, Sovereign Lord, 
I don't know how to speak. I'm too young. And the Lord replies back to him, don't say that I'm too young. You must go wherever I send you and say what I tell you to say. And don't be afraid of those that you will say it to, for I will rescue you. And then the Lord did something wonderful. It says in verse 9, he reached out his hand and touched Jeremiah on the mouth. And he said, I have put my words into your mouth. God told young Jeremiah, I have known you before you were even born. I have set you apart and appointed you as a prophet. But Jeremiah, just like so many of us, had those fears and had those doubts that he was able to do it. He was convinced that he wasn't qualified. He was too young. What would happen when these older people would hear what he had to say, especially if it was bad news of impending hard times? We've all been there. I know for me, as a young wife at the age of 17, as I've shared with you before, I really had no idea what I was doing. And I was absolutely sure that I was not going to be able to, you know, meet all of the needs of my, my new husband and know exactly how to fit that role. And I mean, seriously, nobody told me I was going to have to cook dinner every single night for the rest of my life. Seriously, you know, I was not prepared for that. As a young mom, definitely did not feel like I was prepared to raise a son and to know exactly how to nurture him, how to, how to disciple and discipline him, how to be everything that he was going to need of a young godly mother. And as a teacher and a preacher, I absolutely was sure that I was not ready when I first started out. I was so fearful that I was gonna say the wrong thing and people were just gonna run out of the church. But just like young Jeremiah, God assured me that if he had given, has given me a mission and a task, and the same goes for you, he is going to give you everything that you need to fulfill it. He answered Jeremiah's fears by assuring him that he would be with him every step of the way. And then he did something that's so like our Father God. He made it personal. He touched Jeremiah on the mouth and he made this wonderful, powerful declaration over him and said, I have put my words into your mouth. And so it's the same as a wife, as a mother, as a preacher, as someone in the military, as a stay-at-home mom, as someone on the job, in, in business, in retail, in corporate America. God has put his words into your mouth and we can be assured of that. What a promise to us all. So when we start to feel inadequate about the purposes that God has placed in our lives, remember that no matter your age, no matter your past, no matter even what's going on in your life today, you can trust your heavenly GPS that is going to guide you through those uncertain times. So you may say, well, Mary, that sounds great. That's for those heroes of the Bible, you know, in the Old Testament. What about now? Well, let's look at 1 Peter 2 and 9. And, and I wish I had time to go into Peter's story. Peter had the uncanny ability to put his foot in his mouth every time he opened it. He, was, he had made so many mistakes, yet here he is speaking something over his own life that he speaks to us as well. 1 Peter 2 and 9 says, but you are a chosen generation a holy nation, a royal priesthood, his own, God's own special people. 
Why? That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into this marvelous light. One of the things that I have found every time is that every declaration of God, every blessing, every uh, gift and talent that he has given me has never been only for myself. It is always also for other people. So that's you and I, if you're a believer. Church, I'm telling you, you, this is not just for these men and women in the Bible. You are a holy nation. You are chosen. You are a priesthood. God has placed his words in your mouth. Why? Again, because for us that have been taken out of that darkness, we can be that light for those who are in darkness around us. Our phone's GPS sometimes is going to send us on a shortcut and take us in a direction that we're not absolutely sure of. And that brings us, brings us to our second truth. God will remind us that we need to be updated. Just like that GPS, sometimes it takes us somewhere crazy. It's because it needs to be updated. Here's your truth again. God will remind us that we need to be updated, reminded, renewed. The Bible talks about renewing of the mind and brought back to the path he initially had us on. So this brings clearly to mind this crazy GPS story of uh, Bud and I when Danny and Lauren were living outside of Mobile, Alabama, out in the country, very much out in the country. And Bud and I would work all day, you know, 12, 14 hour day on a Saturday night, have the, the car all packed up and ready to go, make that drive out just so we could be with them at church on Sunday morning. And this particular time, we were tired and so we're going along and just as the GPS will do sometimes, I can save you 10 minutes if you do this and this and this. And this particular one was get off the highway and get off to, to, to some country roads. So we were a little apprehensive, but we were tired. So we tried it. Hey, 10 minutes means 10 minutes earlier that we get into bed. So we, here we go. What it did not say is that that 10 minute shortcut was gonna bring us to the back of an abandoned old trailer park in the middle of the night. Seriously, no lights anywhere. We held our breath for those whole 10 minutes. We were so scared. We could not wait to get back on the road that we needed to be on. And it's the same way um, with our second Bible story. It gives us a glimpse into a man that we know as Abraham. If you've been in the church world, yes, that's Father Abraham. But we're not going to talk about him from his story in the Old Testament. I want to hear what the writer of Hebrews says about him. So in your New Testament, Hebrews 11 verses 8 and 9 says this. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place where he had never been, where he would later receive his, sorry, his inheritance, he obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going. That sounds like a lot of us right now. Verse nine says, by faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents as did Isaac and Jacob who were heirs with him of the same promise. Abraham left everyone and everything that he knew to follow God into the unknown. Step by step, living in tents, 
following God into foreign lands like a stranger. But he watched him make a way through every step of it all. And again, it reminds me of our beautiful military families that we have seen move from place to place and hear the stories of starting over in an unfamiliar place and putting your kids in a new school and you in a new job and finding new friends and a new church and all that goes along with that. It's a, it's a, it's a faith journey. God doesn't always promise us that, you know, Abraham was going to go and live in a palace. Sometimes... He had to live in a tent, you know. Sometimes we have to figuratively live in a tent. And what that basically means is we have to sacrifice. That first step is the hardest. I can tell you because Bud and I have been there, leaving everything and everyone that we knew. But it's been such an amazing faith journey to see what God has done. But what I love about it is that right in the middle of him calling Abraham away, to a place he'd never been, right in the middle of all of that, he says this, into a place that he would later receive his inheritance. Listen to this truth. Right in the middle of your obedience is a promise. The promise that he will always be with you and that we will see that he can help us accomplish everything he has for our lives. Let's continue on in Hebrews 11. In verse 11, it says, By faith, even though he was past age and Sarah, his wife, herself was barren, he was enabled to become a father because he considered him, God, faithful who had made the promise. But before the promise of a son, if we read his story, we see that Abraham and Sarah took a shortcut, like so many of us will try to do. You see, it wasn't happening. The sun was not coming year after year after year. And so that promise didn't feel like it was going to be fulfilled. So Sarah convinced her husband Abraham to have relations with her handmaiden Hagar. And believe me, that started a, a whole new journey of trouble and hurt. But in the end, even through all of that, God brought Abraham a son as promised and if you continue in the story in the part of the story of Abraham that confounds me and so many of us that have studied the life of Abraham years later God requests that Abraham sacrifice that son it's like it's like what God what are you thinking but listen there's there's a reason for it he had promised that through him a nation would be born so if he if he killed his only son how is that nation going to come about? But you see, the Bible says that Abraham reasoned in his heart that if he had to kill him, God had the ability to bring him back from the dead. He had that much trust in him. So what we learn from this story though, as we look deeper, is that God was giving us a glimpse of what Jesus would do for us all. On that mountaintop, Abraham was about to give and offer his son as the sacrifice because that's what God had asked him to do. But suddenly an angel stopped him and said, no, God says not to do it. And there was a rustling in the bush nearby and a ram or an offering was, was brought about. And we see this beautiful picture of how God was going to have to sacrifice his only son for an offering that only his son could do and an offering was provided. 
So as we set our eyes on God the Father, our GPS in our lives, his Holy Spirit that directs and guides us, Jesus, our Savior, who has made the journey before us and made a way, we see that we are never alone. Psalm 99, 105, one of my favorites, says that your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And one of the things, you know, we were setting up to do this, um, and so we were turning on lamps and lights to see how it was going to go. One of the things that I've realized is a lamp is not going to bring light to an entire house, but it is going to bring the necessary light right where you are. Think about on a dark path at night with a flashlight. You're not able to see everything in front of you. You're not able to see the whole forest. But with that beam of light, you can see the very next step. And that's what the Bible says that his word is. It's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I love the idea of that. So sometimes when we feel like we have gone off course, remember that God will always bring us back. He will always do exactly what our phone does, right? When we make a wrong turn, recalculating, rerouting, and the way that we do that spiritually is when we've gotten off track is to get back into God's word, spending that time with him in prayer, listening to that worship music that brings us right back on course. So as I close today, I, I started to think about, for so many of us, myself included, we can sometimes get bogged down in that day-to-day -day routine and not really understand how we're going to get to that destination that we feel God is, is drawing us to. But be assured that he is gonna give us sometimes those subtle little reminders of how to go. And I found this beautiful word that I think is a, a great word for us to hold on to for 2021. And it's in Isaiah 30, 20 and 21, it says, Though the Lord gave you adversity for food and suffering for drink, he will still be there to teach you. You will see your teacher with your own eyes. Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. Isn't that powerful? Sometimes when we feel like, yeah, for, for me, I can tell you, yes, you know my story, 2020 was, filled with adversity, with pain, with loss. But even through that, Jesus is constantly right behind me, the Holy Spirit right beside me, speaking words, I'm here. Listen, turn to the right or to the left. Sometimes it's play that song, listen to that sermon, um, talk to that friend, call that friend. He's always right there leading and guiding every step of the way right behind you, a voice is gonna say, this is the way to go. And one important truth that I have learned through this journey of 2020 is this as well. Sometimes God is silent, but it doesn't mean that he is not working in the background. Have you ever taken a trip, I know I have, where my GPS is um, just kind of on a long, we're on a long trip and there's a long stretch where you're just on the same highway. And so it just kind of stops talking to me. <laughs> and sometimes my screen even goes black 
and I get kind of panicky. It's like tap, 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 make sure that it's still there, right? To make sure that it's gonna get me and finish the, the, um, the destination and finish my trip and get me where I need to go. I've been kind of tap, tap, tapping on that screen some this year, and I think some of you have as well. God, are you still there? Even when God is silent on those long stretches, on those times when God is, you know, trying to teach us something, uh, and those times when um, the waiting periods of our life, I am here to assure you, God is still there. He is still working in the background. Even though we don't hear him, he's right there saying, go right and go left. He's never gonna leave us. We have that promise that he has not stopped working on our behalf and he has certainly not given up on us. He has promised and that promise we can hold on to. God has a plan for your life, church. But even more important or as important as reaching that destination, the joy that God has is walking day by day, that day-to-day -day journey with us, us getting to know him in a more and deeper and personal way. So my prayer for you this, this year as we start in your challenge, listen to our spiritual GPS. If you feel like you've gotten off course, get back into his word. It's, it's that lamp unto our feet. Our challenge this year is to listen a little closely, listen more closely to his leading and his directing, and really let those words settle into our hearts that he will never leave us. He is always there to guide us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for your word, for what it is meant in my life and what I pray it is gonna mean in the life of the believers that will hear it. I pray, Heavenly Father, that we would hear you so strongly and so clearly this year, that something changes in us, that that intimacy, Father, is found in a more powerful way than we could have ever imagined. Let us open our ears to hear your guiding and your leading, Holy Spirit, and let us be found drawing closer to you. We ask this in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. We hope that you enjoyed the message today. We would love to be able to partner with you on your faith journey. Regardless of where you're at or what you're walking through, know that your friends at City Hills Church are here for you. If you would like for us to pray for you, click the contact button on the top of the homepage and share your request with us. Our prayer team will keep you and your family in prayer every week. We hope you have an incredible day and that you discover a little more purpose throughout your week. We look forward to seeing you soon.